everybody, welcome back to the Marty Party. And on this is episode three, where anything goes. We have an extremely special guest <laughs> with us. His name is Chris Kano, one of my best friends, uh, owns a mortgage company, and it's gonna get it's gonna get interesting. So welcome, Chris. What's up, man? What's up, man? Good Thanks. to have you here. <laughs> no, it's good to have you here. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, just real quick, get through some of the uh, basics. This podcast is sponsored by Align Mortgage. Uh, the preferred lender of rebate house. <laughs> Absolutely. Ethan and I actually were talking at lunch and I was like, I said, do you think he's going to let me like guide the conversation? Ethan's like, no, he's going to talk the whole time. Hey, dude, but well, I think the, a very important question to address right away is why are you having lunch with Ethan, dog? Why am I having lunch with he, Ethan? He sends business to guaranteed rate. Guaranteed rate. That is kind of that is yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, absolutely. So anyways, absolutely. Well, yeah, we're dudes. You could do better at lunch. <laughs> we could I'm do saying. better at lunch. Yeah. Ethan, give us a give us an answer. Why do you send your business to guaranteed rate? Trevor. That's family. Oh, it's family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ethan is the star of Fast and the Furious 10, you know? It's all Why? about family. Oh, get it? You could have gone Godfather there. I could have gone Godfather, yeah. but you went. Why ten? There is that's the last one. Nine aren't family. No, I think ten is. Uh, I think ten's the new one. He's starring in it. Ten you is know? straight family. Straight family. All the last <laughs> movies of anything are super woke. Toy, the last Toy Story is woke now. The last Toy Story. Last Fast and Furious is woke. Yeah, we talked know? about that. Everything, everything is like super. The last woke. everything is woke. <laughs> Die Hard seventeen woke. Die Hard seventeen. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well let's let's reel this in. Tell us about yourself because people on our podcast don't know who you are so who Who's is chris Kana? Who, who we got viewers i know but what viewers uh people that would be buying homes maybe they don't know why you own a mortgage company who okay. you are well i just want to know so i can describe myself properly so your audience are viewers uh your viewers are, are builders and builders sales reps people looking to buy real estate in san antonio got it investors okay so my name is chris Kano from the uh south side of san antonio uh about a seven 25 FICO score, um, got a little bit of money in the bank. Uh, we, we run a mortgage company uh, called Align Mortgage and we educate veterans. Um, we facilitate the VA loan itself. Um, man, I don't know, I'm just a dude trying to figure it out like everybody else. Absolutely. Know, with a microphone and, and a couple good ideas in marketing. That's what attracted us. Absolutely, well, and I think that for, for me and for just people in general, it when people see realtors and they see owners of mortgage companies and things like that, they assume, you know, obviously the background is you're coming from money. You've been in the business a long time, but that was not y'all start, owner? right? I'm an owner. I'm a founder. What percentage owner are you? Cause I thought Meredith owned Rebate. <laughs> um, I have a, I am a majority owner. Does Meredith know? Uh, I think so. Okay. Meredith knows. Okay. Absolutely. So because if Meredith weren't part of it, you'd be, you'd be screwed. You I, know that. No, it's good. We are good. Uh, it's 7525. 7525. Okay. Anyway, so congratulations okay. on ownership. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. So tell, but so people wouldn't assume from that, obviously, you're not coming from money, but your upbringing was not that. So tell us about a little bit about that. You want like about how we were poor? Uh, just where y'all grew up. Like, what was uh, it like? Do you want to, so do you want me to talk about how I was poor or how my dad didn't make a lot of money? What do you want to, <laughs> I don't get your question. My question is, what was your upbringing like? But then you talked about, what did you say after that? That people, everyone assumes that like owners of big businesses, like that they didn't have to work for it. They always, they just I fell didn't. into it. I did. Absolutely. Yeah. So you did not fall into it. You had to work for it. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. Well, how do you know? I know the story. You've told me the story. Okay. Yeah. So we grew up on food stamps. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, dude, I, I we grew up on food stamps, and then I worked hard because I didn't want to. Do, I don't. I didn't want to only be limited by what food stamps buy. Okay, so absolutely. we worked hard. Okay, but you just tell us about what that was like. About how it was like. What it was like on food stamps. Or I'm how? working hard. Why, dude? I don't get it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, dude. Yeah. So, uh, anyways. I think what you want to know is, uh, you know, what it was like being poor. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Absolutely. What was it like being poor? No. So we grew up on the uh, the rough side, home green, right? Okay. We, uh, you know, you've seen that summit, the 544 that we have yes. blasted everywhere. That was my address growing up, 544. Um, you know, my dad on Christmas Eve, I must have been like eight years old. So it must have been uh, 1991. Okay. Uh, guy's breaking in, dad pulls out his magnum, shoots the dude. Uh, he didn't die, but now we have a whole gang in our front yard. And before the police could show up, you know, we're all freaking out as little kids. So, man, we were in the hood hood. Uh, I didn't know that we were poor until I got to high school. Went to Alamo Heights High School. Uh, we used my grandmother's address. Shout out to people who don't know uh, where kids actually live. And you can use any address to go to Alamo Heights. Um, and that's where I learned to talk real good. And, uh, and, and so people are showing up in Mercedes and BMWs and... I kind of got lost a little bit in regards to, you know, who we were and joined the Navy after that. And uh, I got a lot of work ethic from the Navy and, and then just got out and started grinding in the mortgage world, dude. Absolutely. I don't care about being poor, though. You know, I, I you know, because you probably understand this, bro. You get to a certain level of success and then you realize, dude, what's it all for? You know, right. you're, you're successful, but nobody likes you. You know, your wife divorces you. And, and so I'm back to home green type mindset, bro. Good. That's really, That's really rich. good. That is rich. That's rich. It's not money. It's things. It's, it's experiences. It's things. Right? Not things. Yeah, it's no, not it's things. more things. <laughs> It's not about it's not about your children. It is about your children. It's, it's about the J's your children are wearing. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. You guys. It's not that. I thought you said that. Are you? You, you won't edit this, will you? No, I you won't. You swear. Edit it. it's People not need to know what's in your heart. I said things as in like experiences. Oh, okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Like okay. things like experiences. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Moving on. Okay. So obviously we we met about two years ago. It's been like a long two and a half years probably for you of uh of our was it only two and a half years ago it has been three or four right no when we closed your first loan over on austin highway it was august you didn't of want me 20, to tell anybody it was august of 2019 yeah august 20 so we're coming up on three years Yeah, coming up on three years they did the loan for uh when we lived in civil hey how come so that was when we were at our like straight brand new right? brand new you guys uh, just, we had just left veterans united and uh and and you didn't yeah we were already aligned at that point, yes right? you were line mortgage austin highway and you knew that we did our closing recordings and the confetti and yes. all that you do you wouldn't let us do it for I, you i did not want y'all to record it because i was worried that other lenders were going to get upset that I, that they didn't do my loan because i had a relationship with other lenders at the time and i didn't have relationship with other realtors <laughs> no but you keep me in the closet and i'm just like over here supposed to take you out in my car and, and drive you around but that was the, uh, that was y'all got a one-off loan that was a weird loan that y'all got what do you mean what was it what because obviously mean? i had no idea who you were i didn't really know you at the time or anything about you and and y'all got that loan because cody um cody knew rick and and uh and Joey and okay. yeah and Cody Cody got that loan so that was just a situation where we were buying Bella Vista home Cody had a relationship I had no idea who Cody was either and they were basically like yeah yeah, we yeah, yeah. Really so it they were like he's a friend and family yeah I met uh Alex Marty first yes Alex that was a good so experience dude calls in super hyper emotional yep. right yep. is he still like that uh still like that he needs to chill out Alex if you're watching this you need to calm down bro someone else I know is like uh, that who <laughs> who <laughs> who's like that you are yes you 
have you, dude, have you noticed in the last like four months? Like I'm a lot more calm You're a now. changed man. He's a changed man. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So you and Alex, very similar. Golly, <laughs> very similar. Yo, you want to talk about my past? Let's get into it. <laughs> no, bro. we're not going to get into it. <laughs> Alex called, but why did he call? I want to, I want to hear your side. Why did my brother call you upset? <laughs> to complain about Joel Sparta. Absolutely. They, yeah. Shout out to Joel. What's up, dude? Just shout out to Joel. Uh, but uh, yeah, he was all pissed. You know, Joel was doing his loan. He calls me like guns blazing, like, you know, uh, and, and dude, I used to house a lot of the angry realtor right. calls because our loan officers were so new back then that I was worried on how they'd conduct themselves in that situation. And so uh, I, I took Alex's call. So by the time you come around, right. I didn't, you know, I thought you were the dude that was mad that day because oh, I just remember funny. Marty. And um, and I think it was right around the time billboards were starting to come yes. up on my radar. And, and who's this dude? What's this suit stuff? And then was it before you closed or after where we got into my conference room and, and we had kind of like a marketing discussion? That was after we closed that was yeah. after that was the one that was the one meeting we ever had at austin highway yeah because by that time you were already you had already bought your new location at summit and you were spending most of your days over there at, at that point because you all moved in there like end of 2019 early 2020 right yeah 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 so absolutely it was after we closed but we is had no alex idea. still doing real estate he is he has a closing today here in san antonio yeah here in san antonio how long were we all at austin highway we were at austin highway for three Three years, I think. Three years. I caught him. Came Wait, in at the tail end. Oh yeah, three years. Yeah, dude. I remember. Uh, shout out to my brother Lino, uh, whose wife Teresa works at Rebate. Yes. Quick question: Why does uh, why does Teresa say she's the best agent at Rebate House? Do y'all have like an internal thing? <laughs> she's just the best. She is the V's V's also really good though too. She's also V's also the best. Okay, I get it. Right, Everyone anyway. feels they're the it's best. It's like how at uh, what is it? Um, what is it? A guaranteed rate where they all call themselves like vp yes or they're ella vice president vice president everybody's of a, everybody's a kamala harris right so uh, absolutely but, yeah anyways you're the kamala harris of mortgages good job absolutely. congratulations guaranteed rate y'all you know where how long was that marketing meeting yeah. <laughs> everyone at uh, everyone at rebate house is number all right one. does anybody have any good ideas on titles today well i gotta go to lunch in 10 minutes let's call everybody a vp a vp of sales yeah vp of sales yeah they're all yeah. owners they're all and, they're all, and they get laid off. Oh my Ooh, gosh! Unlucky, e. dude. I think you. I think you go too far on this podcast. I'm sorry. You're right. We got to dial it back. Okay, so let's talk about what's going on in your life. You're getting married. Hey, what episode is this? You're getting married. Is this episode three? You're getting married. Yeah. Why are you getting married? Uh, <laughs> well, to be honest with you, bro, because I'm just tired of being poor. <laughs> Absolutely, you're marrying into money. Yeah, I'm marrying into the money. I so, am. dude, my sweetheart Marissa. Uh, you know what are we on? Six years. And, um, man, I love her, man. I, I've known for about three years I wanted to marry her. I think it was two years ago on my birthday that I proposed. So I just passed the two-year mark, two-year engagement. That's right? good. That's healthy. How long were you engaged? Uh, four months. That's good. That's that's not bad, though, dude, because if I would have had it my way, it would have been four months. Absolutely. But uh, two years is already too much. One year was getting a little crazy because if you give yourself that much time, you'll change your wedding plans all the time. That makes a lot of sense. So, uh yeah, we yeah. Need, just you, get it done quick. Just get it done, man. But so, you're you're doing it right. You're doing you're doing like couple yeah premarital counseling, right? We should have done that. Didn't do that. You yeah. know, you're doing all the right meetings and have a wedding planner. We we did it ourselves. You did it the right way. Thanks, bro. We we well, had you to and Meredith. I mean, y'all were just like 
I mean, not to say Marissa and I weren't compatible, but you and Meredith are an awesome team, dude. That's good. And uh, I think some people just naturally uh, can work through and navigate marriage, you know, but I think some people should probably talk about some stuff up front. That makes sense. A girl was cutting my hair at the boardroom, and uh, she cuts my hair all the time, and, and I asked her, how's your new husband? Because she had just gotten married, and uh, she was like, we're fighting. And I said, about what? She said, politics and it was right as like pro-life pro-choice was right. was like three weeks ago is a hot topic and, and abortion and uh i go how did you not know your husband was y'all dated and you don't ask hey how do you feel about babies like so you know i think it's interesting how some people are married and then it takes a political issue to be like you vote that way right absolutely yeah. they don't. but you and meredith were probably pretty yes i have a problem where i can't not talk about everything, everything. even p secrets people say don't tell anybody <laughs> absolutely yeah. so yes. never yeah. never tell me those yeah. never tell me those i can't I literally cannot help it do you get so you get excited when somebody tells you a secret not excited it's not that it's it, that's not how my brain works at all it's just like i'm like who would need to know this and i like start thinking about like all the people everybody <laughs> no yeah. the answer is not everybody yeah. so i start with a facebook post <laughs> yeah so i start with a facebook post <laughs> and absolutely. i assume all my facebook friends want to know yeah, yeah, like like for your wedding roster, like I feel like I need to just tell everyone who's on there and who isn't. I you know, know you do. absolutely. I know you do. So <laughs> sometimes I feel like I need to hit you hard. No, no, so no. I know what it's like to feel like you need to do something. No, absolutely, yeah, you yeah. should not do that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so your backyard looks crazy. It's a war zone back there. What are you doing back there? So shout out to Rebate House. Shout out to Teresa. She found us a beautiful home. Okay. And to be honest with you, we weren't even really looking for a home. Like we kind of were still leaning towards building because I. Still had that property over on uh, Crescent. That Got it. Rebate house helped me buy, right? The 1.5 or yep. one and a quarter acres. Well, uh, yeah, one, one and a quarter acres in almost park right by the dam. Yeah. And um, so then Teresa's like, hey, I got a property I'll need to check out. And so we went there one day after work. Uh, I didn't, I don't know if I'd ever been to Hollywood Park up until then. Right. And so we're driving through all these back neighborhoods. And I'm like, mm, I don't <laughs> think so, Teresa. And then, woo, like this house just appears out of nowhere. And <laughs> fell in love and then as i started clearing the backyard marissa and i were kind of like this might be an okay place to get married that's cool and did you say gruel i said that's cool uh, great and cool at this gruel that's cool gruel. and so uh dude it was either like spend two three hundred thousand dollars you know doing a wedding venue wedding venue or two three hundred thousand doing landscaping you know so that's um, really neat Anyways, turned out the landscaping is getting closer to about 600000 so I still blew that. Do you know how expensive landscaping is, bro? Not, it's, it's ridiculous. It's very expensive. I'm, I'm literally about $180,000 in right now, and all you can see is about an extra two inches of dirt everywhere and some pretty cleaned up oaks. but for, okay but for context but for context you know you had basically almost two acres at this point with the addition you bought completely cleared you've got old cedar trees with big roots that are getting ripped up right it's yeah. they, there was work that was tons, done tons and they've also you you're building i believe like multiple tiers multiple right tiers, yeah right so it's there's, sick. there's work in there so that's really cool speaking of multiple tiers man um how late did you stay up last night <laughs> uh what time was it like 11 like early 12s late 11s oh, okay why i don't know that was kind of like a cry yourself to sleep oh god okay. years, but, yeah. we, you you talked too long about your house i was gonna make a joke about the guy who owns the mortgage company that was running for a million years what happened nothing he just should not rent when you own a mortgage company you should own something oh you're referring to me yeah absolutely oh, okay. absolutely hey dude do you like so one i'm already episode three <laughs> absolutely okay. Uh, and so two, I'm at 
I'm episode three, okay. and you're trolling me on episode three. Right. I'm sorry. You're it's right. It's okay, dude. So, uh, like, I don't get why the first two episodes, and now I'm three. Like, w- tell me about your first two guests. Our first two that guests. Were so much more intriguing than I am. No, 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 that's not what it is at all. Oh. That's different. It's different people with oh, different true because i'm not james pool absolutely person, yes so but it's different. it's different situations we want to hear about all life all life and different walks of life but you don't know? you want to like kind of so yeah dude i don't know i mean i would just start with the you know I'd start with your so you wanted to be like first absolutely first, you wanted yeah. to be first absolutely yeah. i understand you haven't aired them. We yeah, so I can them. be episode one still. We can literally yeah. make it. The, so episode three is going to become the, you're going to be the pilot. You're going to be the thing that decides if the whole series gets canceled or not. Yeah. We'll, put, we'll put it out there. Hey, so, uh, what, you know, you guys at Rebate House, you, you're becoming a hot commodity right now. That There's been a lot of stuff floating around about you. And, yes. and you know, you that 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 dinner y'all had with Jack and, and New Braunfels. Oh, and, gosh. And uh, now I want to have you and Jack on my podcast yes. and, and have y'all just kind of duke it out. Not duke it out in a bad way, but duke it out with... Because y'all's platforms are so different. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I think that we are set up for the way the market's going. I think that the, as things get harder, we are a little bit more leveraged, right? Yeah. To get kind of gangster in the way that it, you know, it's getting tough out there. And I think that a lot of people are, are looking to kind of retract marketing dollars and spend, and we're trying to go the other way. You know, AJ was big... talking about you on the sauce the other day. Dang. You know? And he was like, dude, I haven't met Marty yet. I need to meet with Marty. Absolutely. And, um, did you see? We've never met. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Ethan's probably met with him. Huh? Uh, Ethan's absolutely. met with a lot of brokers. You, you, absolutely. Huh? Ethan, oh, Ethan knows, right. all, Ethan knows all their... Everybody. McDonald's, <laughs> Whataburger. Ethan knows their, co- their yeah. comp plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, you work hard to keep Ethan happy. I, know. I don't know, man. Ethan's valuable. He's a hot commodity. Ethan I'm is a hot... right now. Ethan is a hot commodity, but yeah. I think that he's going to work that out on his own, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. I would hire Ethan right now. Absolutely, I'm sure a lot of no people shame. would. No shame. What if, what if, what if Ethan the whole time has just been like undercover? What if Ethan has never really been entertaining anyone who might be watching this that have offered him jobs? And what if he's like the best undercover agent that we ever have, and all he's doing is going in there to find out splits, comp structure? You know, what if we are that good? Mm. What if we are literally that good? I don't think that's the case because most of the time Ethan starts the meeting with "Don't tell Marty I'm here," you know. So uh, I think, uh, I yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, but I get you. Like it well, could we could, we, we could, we could, absolutely. There was a there was a time that there was a time that we knew where Ethan was at all hours of the day. Hey, dude, is it true that James Smothers came to one of y'all's meetings as a gold representative? <laughs> was he really like or was he no no i think gold? there was absolutely a yeah. lunch that was scheduled so that we could hear about gold financial by james Dude, smothers that's so wild to me so you know you want to talk undercover james was like under the mattress dog he was like the, the, the guy under the bed man james literally had to call the t-shirt company and be like like stop the embroidery <laughs> stop the embroidery he didn't already have a polo on when he came to speak no, to like, they had to like unstitch it oh and put it back God. to a <laughs> poor james we love james yeah absolutely james. so there's james who's that right yeah. and then the other one that's the other one that's really bad with me is cody cody and me cannot have a conversation with each other we don't understand what the other one's saying but cody feels that he has so much pool with me that he can never come out here never see me never do anything and he just pick up the phone and be like yo bro you got those deals coming and that's yeah. all that's all he needs to do for me i yeah. don't need anything cody yeah. just call me bro and yeah and ask for the business well i mean he's pretty to the point you know yeah. uh absolutely he, i i so uh cody's interesting man i think he knows that i spend a lot of time with you right and as partners we do our best to like kind of divide and conquer that makes sense um and you know 
I just, uh, I mean, it, it, it does suck coming all the way out here. I understand that. It makes, <laughs> it makes sense. Absolutely. Well, literally, I, uh, we asked. Because, dude, y'all, you're, you're a great destination. Rebate House is a great destination. But, dude, 35 just sucks. 35. You do it all the time. The other and I, way. And I tell you, man, I don't know how you do it. Every day. Because, you know, do you think about 5 o'clock? Whenever you're to and from, no, you, you're thinking you either have to leave early at like three or you have to leave late at like seven. Yeah. Like like five is a number you don't think about. Those it's either things. early or late. Yeah, I watch you and Meredith do do it, and y'all take two cars and y'all leave one somewhere, and y'all yep. y'all just all over the place. That's like, dude, that's strategic, but also like that gives me anxiety. No, it's it's absolutely a lot. Yeah. But your bubbles is up and coming. We were talking about that with uh, the developments around the corner, like here. You know, what people, you know, you know, the people that talk about their cities is up and coming it's so <laughs> are funny. Who? The people who who like are live in cities that just aren't there yet. OK, you know? we're not but there yet, but we're up, up and, and coming, we're absolutely we're up that's and coming awesome. and there's a lot of opportunities. So yeah. Cody should come out here and see all the opportunity that there is yeah. in New Braunfels. Yeah. Or he could just tell you to send him the opportunity. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look at Trevor, dude. I mean, like Trevor's got Ethan on lock. Uh, absolutely. Like, Trevor's just like, yo, you got that deal. Absolutely. And, you know, Ethan's probably. Hey, so sorry, Trevor. So no, no, it's coming soon. Sorry, 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 Trevor. You know, like, <laughs> dude, Ethan is bro. Like, Ethan yeah. goes to the store for Trevor. He buys the baby formula. How do you like? Okay, so there, there's a relationship. <laughs> yes, there's brothers. a relationship. How do I break? They're, that? But they're kind of like pretend brothers. Yeah, they're not ex step brothers. Ex step brothers. Yeah. But I'm a real talk. Some about uh, Trevor, dude, because he's I don't know if it's like you know the you know the the Jaguar cologne or you know what it is that just that stings your nostrils, right? Like the dude's on my wedding list, and I don't I, now that I think about, it, I don't know why. Absolutely. So is but he getting just, cut right now? I, so I'm over here bashing <laughs> Ethan, but I'm also like, yo, Trevor kind of has me like that too. He's I like, took him to a Cowboys game. So he's why? like your, he's like your man crush. Hey, did y'all know at the Cowboys game that he was leaving already? Y'all for real? Like be honest. Okay. Ooh, right, well, that's on camera man. yeah it's good it's right. really good i didn't answer because i don't remember the timeline legitimately yeah okay yeah. good that's did good. you did you know you probably knew he was leaving before i did huh you know a lot of stuff before people but people tell me people tell me like at the zeroth hour i find out hours before people find out because it's, i'm it's too much of a flight risk for me i'm yeah. too much of a flight risk Literally, yeah. like, yeah. like there were conversations about Rick probably for like six months, and I find out like fifteen minutes before, like, hey, bro, just want to give you the heads up, you know? Yeah. And like, Ethan already had written a book about it. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah, <laughs> Chris was already on the phone. Yeah, yeah, and I find out late. I show up like I go to an event and I see one of my loan officers like in a different booth, and I'm like, did you quit? Like, I'm <laughs> you work there now? Uh, I'm I'm I find out way late on that kind of stuff. That makes uh, I which get I'm it. cool with. You know, uh, they try to leave me out of a lot of that kind of stuff, and you get caught in the headspace, man. You start you know getting weird and. I got to stay focused on the wedding. Absolutely. But y'all have a lot of people coming back. Which I know, dude. Isn't that cool? That is really cool. Yeah. I think that that's neat because then that's the real W, right? Like the people that think they get people, that's yeah. like a fake win. But if people come back, yeah, it's another level. Sure. It's another level of, of being of like, hey, y'all were kind of a big deal the whole time. So good for yeah. you. Good Thanks, for y'all. Yeah, we're excited about it. Absolutely. Uh, we got Stubbs back, dude. That's a G. That is a G. You know? He's a G. New yeah. baby on the way. Yeah, new Shout baby out on the way. Shout out Stubbs. Marriage. And, uh, couple others that, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of doing some offer letters right now. And Dang. they're going to be big W's. But, um, 
you know, there's so much fraud in this industry, bro. Like, I mean, even when I call some of our old loan officers, hey, how you doing over there? Oh, it's great. And I'm like, you hate it. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, you're not doing anything. You're not doing anything. It's so uncreative. It's all recycled. It's boring. It's lame. And some of our LOs are like, you know, well, I wasn't getting enough Kano time. And, and when I was there, I thought, you know, I was going to hang out with him a lot and we were going to do creative marketing. And I go, so you quit and decided to go you know, call a bunch of boomtown leads. Way to go. Yeah, I think that went through, right? That now you're really sense. tickling your creative brain, right? Uh, so, you know, it's, it's so fraud, you know, on people's excuses on leaving. I wish they would just say it, you know, like, hey, I want to get gonna, more paid more, get paid more, bigger yep. sign on bonus and work less, work less, you know, and, and I mean, there's all these reasons and, and some of them are justified. I'm not talking mess on everybody, but um, there's just a lot of fraud. You that know that. Sense. I do know that. Unfortunately, it's, it's hard because people put on a, a fake face, you know, and I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting, particularly for you, because everybody wants to spend time with you. But in my personal opinion, I feel like I feel like you're actually kind of an introvert, even though you put yourself out there like not not that it's not that it's fake. It's not fraud. That's not what I'm saying. Like you are you are very much a forced extrovert in regards to work. I'm not, a, but I'm not you, offended at all. You yeah, do not true. you do not want to spend a lot of time with like people like at you all. like your 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 time gives me just ridiculous <laughs> amount of anxiety. Like there's a, a you know tonight's Keller William Heritage's uh, uh, grand opening. You know and 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 Jack is a great friend of mine. I love Jack to death. Right. But I'm picking up Marissa from the airport and I have already an anxiety that's going to last for the next five hours on. Do I go? And if I go, how long do I need to be there? It right. has nothing to do with Keller Williams, nothing to do with anything other than I want to chill. Right, absolutely. Like straight chill. Yeah. You know, um, and it's not lazy, dude. I don't think there's a lazy bone in my body. I just want to spend my time with, you know, more intimate type, you know, people in my life. Absolutely. And us going to Texas Roadhouse the other night, bro, that was the most like one-on-one -on -one time I'd had with you in a long time. I understand. Like that was dope. It was dope. It was you very know? chill. It was chill. It was no expectations. Chill. You're low maintenance. Dude. Yeah. Look, look, I gotta talk about Texas Roadhouse real quick because this is gangster. I told this to Meredith. I don't think I told this to Ethan. So we go to Texas Roadhouse. I'm on this diet because I my friend's getting married on October 1st. Supposedly, I'm in the wedding, announcing that now. This a good friend of mine. And uh, I'm just trying to get in my good... I'm trying to lose weight. Right? I'm trying to lose weight, eat healthy, so I can look good in the wedding, right? So anyways, looking good. I'm, I'm losing the LVs. They're melting. So, okay, we go there, and I'm and I'm literally getting, like, like vegetables and steak, and this man gets chicken tenders, my absolute favorite meal, right? Legit, can I get the kids' chicken tenders? But hang on, it gets better, like, even worse for me, better for him. This man, when the chicken tenders come, he got the bread that the Texas Roadhouse serves, which is a little, the little like butter things, like, cut, yeah, cut them in half. He put the chicken inside of them and the barbecue sauce on them and made like oh. Whataburger, like mini hard honey barbecue chicken biscuits. Dude. Marty is in the middle of telling me uh, like where we're talking business strategy, right? We're, Cause that was the intent of our meeting that night was he wanted to talk business. And uh, he stops mid sentence and he goes, you're, you're, you're literally eating my favorite meal, just absolutely, so you know. He was so distracted. By the he, food. Dude, you were at a climax of a point. Yeah. And it just like, you, your, your, your brain couldn't register how, <laughs> I feel bad that I did that because you're over here trying to be good. I am trying to be and good. And I'm over here making your favorite kid snack. Yeah, right? literally, like, absolutely. Dude, that's literally the only thing I want to eat. I know. But that was impressive to me. I was impressed it was, with you. It was a meal that you wasn't, did I did. I am eating veggies. Every day I've done good. I'm eating the same thing every single day for lunch, yeah. which is good. And that's that's the thing for like me Why and dieting. Why don't you just do a tummy? Talk. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. 
Yeah. Dude, it's, fun, just, it's funny it's because it. like yeah. I am yeah. I'm yeah. good with certain things like I will grind out certain things but I'm, I am very self-admittedly lazy in certain things and like feeding myself is one thing like if you showed up to my doorstep every day with healthy food I would eat it like zero effort ever. Do you remember that time? I did I did actually yeah. I do remember that time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like legitimately I will I will if you bring me the food or it's low effort I'll do it. But if I have to put effort in like that's what's crazy about healthy food is you have to try to be healthy. There are no healthy drive-throughs. Yeah. But McDonald's and, and Burger King sure got the drive-throughs, you know. Yeah. But it, it's weird to me. It's just it's very difficult to be healthy, and it also costs a metric ton of money yeah. compared to like eating dollar dollar burgers. Because that's how I judge inflation, right? And the reason I know that America's <laughs> jacked is that like the food, fast food that I was eating, I knew it down to like the dollar amount. There was a time when I started real estate where I was three twenty-five at McDonald's. I'd go to McDonald's, I'd get two cheeseburgers for ninety-nine cents, a large unsweet tea for ninety-nine cents, and it was literally three twenty-five with tax. And that's what that was my lunch every day. When I met you and I rode in your car. You had like seven different like fast food cups. Indifferent, all different. Fast <laughs> my food my house is Crazy. like a, my house can get to be like a museum of to-go cups. Yes, my oh, office. My goodness. I, <laughs> so for the viewers, Meredith is is confirming all the nastiness of Marty in the background. You you can't see her. I hope you guys can pick up that audio. Just straight, like if you took a blood sample of Marty, like there's like his like his blood cells like have like kazoo's and stuff like. <laughs> You know, they're just like partying. Like your red cells are so. No. <laughs> dude, your blood cells probably smell like fries, dude. I bet if somebody like actually put it, you know, what are those glasses called? A petri dish, bro? Yeah. It's just like straight like gravy, you know, just kind of. Dang, but I'm feeding better. I but mean, now you're better. I, yeah, now yeah, I'm better. Yeah, yeah. But I'm no, just describing actually, what Meredith was saying. Absolutely. In the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I like fast food. I'm yeah. a fast food connoisseur. I love chilies. Connoisseur? Connoisseur. I like that, bro. I like chilies. Yeah, yeah, a little connoisseur, man. Little I know, of, I like that. Of little arms, like little tattooed dinosaur. Dang. That, okay, so hey, I gotta ask because this was a thing, right? And I know that this was a trend, and now it's not a thing anymore. Why did you start wearing shoes again? What happened? Uh, at work, you mean? Yes. Well, you know, so for me, um, at Summit, it was I didn't. It was a lot of construction, and I just like this is gonna be gross, but I got like turf toe for a while. And I don't know if you ever had turf toe, but it's whenever you have like a little slice in your foot or a cut and it gets infected. Oh. Because when I would wear shoes, when I would wear shoes, is that my saying that right? When, when you I would. would wear shoes, yeah. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't wear socks, right? So now this infection is getting just gnarly and my toe swells up. <clears throat> so then at uh, Farinon, because it was so big, um, you know, I take my shoes off and then I always always have to go to the restroom oh. in, a, in a time where like i don't remember where my shoes are got it and so i get into this weird space of do i do it anyways <laughs> no ever ever never you wouldn't oh yeah yeah i would never you would never go to the restroom barefoot i absolutely never. meredith can confirm i will not my absolute worst like restroom fear i have like a combo right like barefoot absolutely and water park is the second like in them together is just i'm done like wet no shoe bathroom and me are not a thing. Like it just doesn't work. Does your audience like? Do you explain like where you're? You're so weird. Did they, have you in, 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 in uh, the eleven episodes you've done already? <laughs> no, you, we've not done eleven. Have you described your quirkiness. No, we have not. We have not talked about it. So people are just supposed to figure it out, like because you, you're introducing yourself to the world in this podcast, which is going to be dope. Because right. I just can't imagine how cool you're going to make your season, but. You're you're gonna skip right over why you're this way. Uh, you're right. We should probably back up and talk about it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. Okay. Well, 
I don't know why I'm that way. What? So one, I don't I don't know why I'm that way. I don't okay. know I don't know why and, I'm that way. And, and two, why did you grow up poor? Absolutely <laughs> not. No, I mean, okay. So I think the the problem with my the problem with my brain, right, is like in self like to brag about myself a little bit. Like I feel like I can zero in on things and be like a G, right? Like real real estate and me. There's just a wealth of knowledge. Like get your transaction done, get you the best deal, right? But the problem is, is that I look at my entire life that way, and so. I start looking at things and like I can't turn it off, right? right. So like to and, and I the, what's even worse is because like I, I said I can't like keep thoughts to myself. I just say things that I shouldn't say because I'm overanalyzing everything. Like today, uh, I was helping Meredith get some stuff out of her car and uh, I noticed that there's a can in there. And in my brain, I'm like, don't say anything, don't say anything, don't say anything. A can? But a can, right? A, a, can a, a like a closed soda can, right? Okay. It's just a can. Yeah. And so, but I three days ago, I remember this exact. Facebook post I saw with this Ken's five anchor that had a soda can in his car and the lid was blown off. So I'm like, Meredith, Meredith, you gotta take the cans out of your car because you're gonna ruin your car, right? Like I just can't not look like say something and I can't not like look at everything and be like, this is wrong and I need to fix it. And that's, it's, yeah. it's like a sickness. Well, I, th I don't know that that's a sickness. I mean, you know, um, you can say, tell Meredith, I think those cans are gonna pop if you leave them in here. Right, but I do that about everything. Yeah. With everything. So, uh, well, yeah. Let me ask you real quick, and it's your podcast, but uh, how far, once you start talking about something you shouldn't be saying, do you realize you're screwing up? It's like in the middle of it, but you're already committed at that point. So you, so if you're already at 50%, you're, like, you're might as well, in. You're like, might as well finish, right? Because mm. what are you going to do? You're going to stop and then and yes. then the other person. That's a good idea. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a good idea. What, what other ideas you got? <laughs> well, I just feel like if you're going to stop, the other person's going to be like, well, you already started, so you might as well oh, just. Oh, and so you'd rather not offend that person because you already offended the dude you're, you're sharing the secret <laughs> of? I, I believe that you're they're. You're just picking on who you want to offend. Well, I think that, that like there's like, I don't think that there's really like levels of damage, right? Like I think it's just like it's either there's all damage or no damage so like if it, you've already started it's like sure. well the house is already on fire i'd love to see you get a flat tire on 35 <laughs> get out and then just slash your other tires <laughs> just like you think marty's gonna get out and and, and change it he's not Marty's getting out and stabbing the other three. Yeah, because it's already flat. I'm already gonna get it towed. I might as well just just call it what it is. Flat ass car. You get the vault for flat place. car. Yeah, yeah. Good idea. That's not a bad idea. I get your theory. Absolutely. Yeah. But I just want like yeah. I just hyper analyze to a yeah. fault yeah. everything. And what's what's tough about it is like I want to give hyper criticism about things. And then people's natural response is like, well, if you're going to talk about Lee, let me talk about you. And, and yeah, yeah, then it doesn't go well. I think you're actually, I think you receive feedback very well. Oh, that's good. Very, very well. That's now, <clears throat> you are ridiculously smart. And I think most people who, you know, hear about Marty, hear about Rebate House, you know, naturally they start off with a, a certain feeling. Okay. Because of your model and, and how you do things here. But what they don't know is they don't know just your ridiculous brain. It's right. really smart. That's good. Um, the problem that I see with it is how fast you talk. Right. And sometimes how confusing you are. <laughs> and so I try to share that with you yes. as a friend. And I'm like, dude, if you could just really uh, simplify like the way your brain works, you would connect with such a larger audience. Right, absolutely. And uh, and I just even right now, you're receiving this feedback very, very well. Like, so um, you're right, you know, because if you see brilliance in somebody, but you say, man, for some reason their brilliance isn't connecting and you can give them feedback, you know, they could be great, you know, and... Uh, which, we're which we're trying to do. Yeah. I'm trying to... When I you showed up with it. a 17-page business plan to my house, I was like, "We're not. Please don't read all that to me." Please. We only made it through. We made it through three pages. 
Well, no, you summarized because we started at dinner yeah. and then we went to my house and, and just like yep. any good date, start off at dinner. Uh, start off at dinner, any good date. Take him back home. Take him back home. Right. Chicken sandwich. Is, uh, is, is that a normal date for you guys? Chicken sandwich. No. Go back we home. We go to Chili's yeah. and then we go do stuff. I always need to be doing something. You do? I always need to be doing something. Well, so you had been sharing your business plan with me. So yes. then you pull out the 17-page document and uh, and you were about to reiterate everything we'd been already talking about. And so I asked you to do what? Yeah, you wanted me to give you like a 30-second very simple pitch. Tell me the top three because yep. all those 17 pages, they fall into at least three categories. Right, which we've now actually like come up with and summarized. And Are so, you ready to talk about them uh, on this podcast? I can announce them, but I'm not ready. I don't got my pitch down. All so right, announce them. We're, we're, we're constrict. We're Why would I come work at Rebate House? I've been thinking about leaving my brokerage. We're, we're not ready for that. Oh, okay. Absolutely not. But right. Rebate House is going to be... Rebate House is going to be condensed right into three main areas of focus as we move forward, right? right. It's going to be value not only to our customer, but first and foremost to our agent, right? It's gonna, it's gonna be making sure that they never even feel the urge to wanna go anywhere else due to the things that we're providing for them outside of just a split, right? Because that's another trap that I think people fall into, right? People always wanna talk about what's the split. <sighs> no need to start with that. And so do y'all have like a commercial break? I need a drink. Value, performance, and growth. Okay. Those are our three. Great, what do you mean by value? Uh, value is making Rebate House a place that our agents never want to leave, right? Nice. Just, How do you things intend to doing... do that? You see, dude, you can just give me the next bullet point, and if I ask for more, then be ready to give me more. That makes sense. Not you want to talk about A1, A2, A3, A4, B1, B2, B3. Allow me to say, hey, tell me more about that. But when you say, hey, uh, we're focused on value, what about value? Like comp? Like, well, no, first and foremost, uh, about you being happy here. And right. if comp is important to you, yeah, part of it is comp. Part of it is retention through how we're going to help you get business. Part of it is everybody's spitting game. All brokers are spitting game right now. They want to go straight to comp. I have zero desire to talk about comp in a meeting with another LO or another prospect. And it's not even relevant for the market that we're in. Who cares, bro? But they don't. But they don't get that. That makes sense. Okay, so value, performance, and growth. Those are the three we're going to focus on. Okay. So it's going to be good. We're piecing it together. But I think that you know the biggest thing is our models for the people that don't get it. You know, a lot of agents, which is funny, a lot of agents love Align for the no lender fees, right? And, you know, the competitive rates and the fact that their clients can get a home loan saving money. I don't think they put like two and two together. Maybe they do. And they just like try to ignore it that like y'all's model and our model is literally the same. Like it's the exact same business model, which is pass the savings on to the consumer. The people that actually work at the company make less. And the people that are in the industry dislike the way of the model because it puts downward pressure on them to be competitive, you know, to earn business. So it's funny because agents love you. They don't love us so much. And then lenders love us, right? Obviously they don't love y'all so much, right? And so, so everyone's always looking to, everyone always wants to take advantage of somebody else providing the the value, right? But not at their own expense, which well, is kind of weird. It has nothing to do with rebate house or aligned and just everything to do with, you know, uh, naturally when you see somebody arrive to a model that works, you know, right. there's a feeling associated with it. Some some people just never figured out how to work through that feeling. Yes, you know? that makes sense. Absolutely. So you call it FOMO or you call it, you know, just you know, late bloomers or early arrivers, early adopters. You're an early adopter, right? You can see something at 20% and kind of start to formulate whether or not that'll be a good idea. And so you get to get on whenever there's still a lot of opportunity. 
most uh, lenders on the mortgage side come in around 60, 70% of something, right? Like that makes we, sense. You know, bring in a Matt Delacruz or we bring in, you know, Realtor Relations, we bring in the VA Home Loan Seminar and, you know, you start to see more of that pop up. Right. right? But we, you know, three, four years. But it, so if I think that I can stay there, you know, I'm wrong because people will start to adopt to what works. And so while they're adopting, it's fine. You have a head start. The question is, do you have the ability to continue to innovate? And what, and what, the, and what's your next step? We talked about right. that. Like what's the next dude? I lost my shop. identity hard, bro. Like one of the reasons I feel like we're getting success, uh, in bringing people back is I'm just going back to the stuff that I remember working. That makes I sense. was chasing agents for a hot minute, dude. I was like legit, like paying for leads. Like I'm like, dude, who am I? It's not my <laughs> style at all. I'm talking to people that I don't want to talk to. I've never wanted to compromise and you know, Living on a submarine for 10 years, I said, dude, I, I did way too much of being where I'm supposed to be for too long. I'm not going to get into the mortgage space and do that again. But I started to sell myself out. I started to care too much about, you know, how people felt. And uh, I lost track of the my style of marketing. Yeah. I lost track of, you know, my guerrilla marketing, uh, the way I, I didn't care about, you know, getting a bunch of legal approval on oh, my gosh. marketing. Just yeah. launch it, ship it, yeah. you know. Uh, take an Adderall and ship it. That's what we would say, right? Take and, uh, Adderall and ship uh, it. Know, and, Certified by Cody. Right. And then we got real kind of corporate, dude. We, yeah, we started to pass it through uh, everything. and. And so, dude, we're just going hard, bro. That makes a lot of we're sense. Going, we're going back to the the hard stuff. That's good. And we were the same way. We kind of tried to be all big and corporate and fancy, and we were like, "Oh, Spurs this and Spurs that." And like you said, I we were doing that. Was a good idea, though. No, it was a good. It was a good idea in theory, but like, do it again. it's not. It's it was a good idea in theory. No, we're not going to do it again. No yeah. more four years. Yeah. Not a good idea. Yeah. But we we got away from the billboards and the fun stuff, and we got serious. Like, there's a, a an awards thing we're sponsoring next week, and the girl yesterday were talking about how they're gonna go buy it's western themed right i don't own anything western right? and so the girls are like we gotta go buy outfits we gotta go buy boots we gotta do this and i'm like dude i want to sell so many homes that i can just show up in a t-shirt and like no one will be like oh yeah that's just chris just leave him alone like nobody bother him that's like my dream is i don't want to have to try and be something that i'm not but i'm gonna do it anyways i'm gonna actually just show up in my t-shirt and be cool with it and what are they gonna tell me you know because i think that you, that's what makes were you very consumer facing like in the early stages because yes. mean, you guys were kind of known for y'all had a lot of of new construction type business, right? Right. You had a lot of relationships with a lot of builders. Right. So technically, you know, I mean, I just always remember you in slacks and button downs. So right. this t-shirt guy you're describing, is this like- This is the guy your, who- Your, your pre-owned Chris Marty? No, or? this is the guy who I've always wanted to be. Yeah. This was the, uh, I was- So you never liked the slacks and no, button downs? No, absolutely not. Okay. It was a forced, it was a, a, a forced- uh, But people loved you, dude. Like you won over the- I understand. That's the, an edge, like you, I think that- no matter whatever your splits are or your model, like I was telling uh, Hawthorne this the other night, like the one thing Marty has, he's got influence in the new construction world. It's funny, yeah. It's, I mean, it, it, people, but I think I think it's just because we're authentic and genuine. I was telling, because you get their buyers, you know. Yeah, absolutely. We get there, we get deals done, and we have yeah. a lot of relationships, and it, there's a huge benefit to our agents because the agents can actually do deals with these companies that we've got relationships with, you know. But I think that you know to get those, I think that a lot of people assume that like we work out these crazy deals and there's a bunch of finance i think it's authenticity yeah fraud guy people they think like they're they're wondering how i'm buying like you know land and stuff they're like this con like somebody told me that the other day was it you it was me oh yeah yeah it was me i i said it i said i said dude like i'm like people must think that you're into some weird stuff because obviously as 
all the news says mortgages aren't doing well, so people can put two and two together and just assume like, okay, if mortgages aren't doing well, mortgage companies aren't doing well. So people either assume that you're like a drug dealer or something you on the side. <laughs> well, no, yeah, just like, they think that? well, I just think that like legitimately like, like, yeah, I get it, dude. Cause like a, a, a Mexican winning is there's gotta be something up South side. <laughs> Uh, so what, how is this Mexican winning? No, I don't and think I, and me, the white man, am not, right? I, I, I'm not even white. I'm Cuban. You're Cuban. Man. I am Cuban. Yes. We're, we're fellow minorities. So I can What's say that. What's your percentage of Cuban? Uh, like I hundred percent. Yeah. hundred. Yeah. Mom and dad. Maggie's full hundred. Oh, that my, would make Maggie 200, right? My mom, my yeah, mom's two. Yeah. 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 That's good. My yeah. mom, my mom was born. In Havana, my mom was born in Are Cuba. You yes, my mom was born in Cuba. She was freedom flighted out when Castro took over. Really? Yes, absolutely. What year was that? That was nineteen, I think, and she was 10, 1964. Can you buy in Cuba? So now that you're a, can you buy land over there as a as a citizen? No, because I think that I think that especially with my grandfather and the way that my mom is and the way that he left, like I think that it's not good for her to go back there. No, he, he actually passed away. I believe uh, it's been about two years now, actually. It was, oh, I remember that, yes, actually. That, that, yeah, yeah, it was I'm two years ago. That. And he, uh, but he was a big journalist. So he was, you know, anti-Castro, you know, documenting, journalizing. When I did grow, like, I remember growing up in Las Vegas, funny enough that I, I will say, we actually did have like legit humidors. Like we had like humidors filled with cigars yeah. and they were, you know, temperature controlled and it was really? like a big deal. And they were like lined through the hallways of my house. They were your dad's humidors? Yes, yes. And they were, were all, all cigars. <laughs> we were, we were, no, I don't think so. I, I would consider no. I don't think we were poor, but I think we were middle. Yeah. We were middle. So that's why you're able to, determined that I was poor. <laughs> no, I absolutely. We were yeah. middle. If we, you have a humidor and next time you have a guest <laughs> and don't share the humidor story after you ask the guest question one, were you poor? No, absolutely. So save the humidor shit for another podcast. Uh, absolutely. Okay. okay.